Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Thursday the 14th of April. As markets move into the holiday weekend, there's a flurry of economic news to digest. US retail sales for March are due. The US consumer has tended to underperform expectations since November of last year. And indeed, retail sales, excluding autos and gasoline, have tended to be not only below expectations, but also below zero for much of that period. This reflects the fact that for low-income US households, the pot of pandemic savings has been spent, and there was a need to go back to living within incomes. Also, the fact that there are only so many new washing machines a family can actually own. The March retail sales data will also start to show the effects of the war in Ukraine, which is felt in the United States via the effects of higher oil prices. Of course, retail sales is a nominal number and it does include gasoline sales, but the data excluding gasoline sales will hint at the extent of demand destruction from higher oil prices. Credit card use suggests that consumers are still spending their incomes, but trade data and the erosion of savings means that we must become used to a more normal level of consumption for goods overall. This story matters to China, where the trade data this week showed that it is the export of goods that is driving the economy still. Covid restrictions seem to have had only a limited impact on the the ability to export, but they have further weakened domestic demand. The People's Bank of China is widely expected to ease policy with a rate cut tomorrow and the possibility of a reserve requirement rate cut at some point in the future. The question is whether an easing of credit conditions is the right policy in these circumstances. If Chinese households are currently using savings to smooth out the loss of income during COVID restrictions, they are then likely to rebuild those savings when restrictions come to an end. An interest rate cut is not going to change that behaviour in a meaningful way. An easing of credit may have relevance for businesses, but exporters will have to face up to the normalisation of demand in the US, UK and Europe, and an easing by the People's Bank of China is irrelevant to that particular story. Meanwhile, the European Central Bank today is expected to reaffirm the withdrawal of quantitative policy accommodation at its meeting. Markets should not be too upset by this. There's no need for pandemic levels of liquidity injections. The effects of war do not create the same level of liquidity demand that the pandemic did. And indeed, it could be argued that some of the changes the war has wrought will reduce liquidity demand in the economy, as consumers reduce savings to pay for higher fuel bills, for instance. The continuing tension between price inflation and growth deflation is likely to be in evidence. This is compounded by geographic divisions within the euro area, and the fact that the growth threat is greater than is the case in the States, but that inflation may peak somewhat later than is the case in the States. Elsewhere, US Federal Reserve President Williams is scheduled to be speaking. US-Michigan consumer sentiment data offers the always entertaining split between the views of Democrats and the views of Republicans, but in so sensationalist a news flow cycle with doom scrolling on social media the norm, it is unlikely that sentiment data will add much useful information about economic realities. 
That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.